love books and this podcast is made of bite-sized pleasing interviews with individuals who are amazing and are readers i'm interested in them because of their work because of who they are and finding out why they love books and i hope you will enjoy this moment with me Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me mm. um, and sit um, and talk all things books. Um, before we start, can you please tell everybody who Maya is? Okay, so my name is Maya, as you said, <laughs> and I'm um, the co-founder of the space I live at. Um, it's called La Lela, a place of listening, and it's a home, a farm, and a retreat space in Mahalisburg in the view of the mountains, in a little wild valley. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I do the work here of creating space um, for people to come and listen to themselves, to their nature, to nature. And I think um, creating spaces for people has been a thread through my working life in different terrains like NGOs, schools, education projects. It's the one thing that I've you know, really um, love doing. And, and how I summarize it is like creating spa- spaces of gentle holding where people can just be themselves. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. And where can I can be that. myself then. <laughs> yes. Because I want to be myself. Yeah. Um, so our first question, um, why do you love books? And I know this for a fact, so I can yes. ask that. <laughs> no, I do love books. And I've loved books from a very young age. And I don't know if I can remember the age when I really started to love books. But, I mean, now it comes to mind is like going to my primary school library and borrowing uh, books from the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis, you know, and being like, nine years old and just like I remember the old books and just like that joy of getting a new book and I guess books have given me so much um, it's given they give they've given me a space of safety um, they've given me a space of holding actually yeah. I think yeah. I got that from you <laughs> earlier you mentioned something about books and holding stayed in my yeah. head but yeah a space mm. where I could um, I felt safe where I could explore you know, um, and I think it's it, it plays different roles and has played different roles. On the one hand, sometimes it was um, escape, like when I didn't feel safe in emotionally and psychologically in my yeah. everyday life. You know, going through growing up is hectic. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, <laughs> and so books gave me a space where, you know, I, I felt alone at many times, as many times, many times as a kid, and it gave me a space where I didn't feel alone. So sometimes it was escaping, but then it also opened my mind, you yeah. know. Sometimes it was yeah. about, like, opening new parts of me, new ideas and exploration, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and that's, and that's, those 
you know, those those reasons have stayed with me because I read for different reasons. Sometimes I read like to really just escape, you know, and I want a light, frivolous story. And sometimes I want someone to like pierce my heart, you know, yeah. and show me something I've never thought of before or felt before. I want to be taken deep and, mm. and books can offer all so of it. Much. Yeah. yeah. And in light of that, um, do you have a favorite book or a set of favorite books and why, you know? I know, I know, you're giving me that look. Like, really, are you going to ask me that? I don't. And and that's a very difficult question. And I, and I had a fear you were going to ask me this. Um, I think it's hard to, to say because... You know, my favorite book will, will change on like a different, you know, different time periods in my life. There'll be a book that really resonates or, you know, that I'm really enjoying or, you know, and if I think of different time, you know, like when I was a teenager, it might have been a certain book or a certain writer, and, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, so, so different books at different times. So I don't know how to answer that smile. <laughs> Well, Maybe ask it in a different way. No, but you're not going to get away from it because we'll have your reading list okay. and at least we can share that yes, with people. Yes. Um, and then do you have um, a reading ritual? Um, the, the, the one ritual that I do have, and it's an on and off ritual. Um, sometimes I, I don't do it, but most of the time, like before I sleep, I read. Mm. That's like my reading time it's a moment to be with myself to like and my book and just like settle down so like i'll put my phone like far away like on the other side of the room so i like you know go away from electronics yeah because that's yeah. also important for me before i sleep and just and even if it's just a page yeah. you know there's yeah. something for me about that moment of being in bed and reading and yeah and, and those I mean, like sometimes I have weekends, like this past weekend on Saturday, where I just had time to just read, and that's uh, like such luxury. <laughs> but the ritual is definitely before I sleep. Yeah, mm. and so uh, I mean, the next question is tied to that slightly. Is do you have a favorite place to read? So would you say the bed is your favorite place? Yes, <laughs> it's my favorite place to read. There's something incredible about lying up in bed and reading. But otherwise, like anywhere, you know, I, and that's what I love. Like when you're really into a book, mm. like you can take that book anywhere. anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. You get like as comfortable as you can. And you yeah. just like, yeah, you go into another world. Yeah. And is the particular soundtrack to your reading or silence perhaps silence yeah definitely i don't read to music i find like that doesn't work for me i mm. need i like the silence yeah. yeah okay and the bonus question that i really am interested in is uh, not that i'm not interested in that <laughs> uh is um who taught you how to read you remember no i don't remember isn't that I, I do okay now that you say it i remember being class one and having these red reading yes you know <laughs> these red readers and it was like yeah. i don't know like a lorry and like we're very english you know yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so yeah. i remember that and that must also be part of my process but i think there are two aspects to that question mm. because that's like 
about learning the the technique, you know, yes. the technicals. But I think my parents taught me to love reading. Yes. And I think that's mm. part of learning to read, you know. It is. And yeah. um, through reading, you know, we always had books at home. My, pa- my, my, my parents' house is insane because they, they have like... There's more books than anything else, you know. There's bookshelves in like every room, and tons of books. So, interestingly, I've grown up with a feeling of not possessing books because we were so wealthy in books yeah. that I don't, I, I, you know, don't have an attachment to them because yeah. I grew up with so yeah. many, yeah. you know, and they kind of come in and out of my life, and I feel so okay well, with that, you know. Yes, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But yeah, but they, they taught me, and that's I think part of learning to read. It's not just learning. Yeah, ABC. it's not the phonetics, yeah. and it's it's you know it's um, a learned culture of appreciation. Yeah. And just of having words. them available, mm. you know, knowing that, mm. you know, they kind of show, they show you what books can do. Mm. They show you that it's something you, you know, that's there. You know? Yeah. And so yeah. Okay, you have to definitely give us at least one book you think everybody must read because we didn't get anything from you okay. earlier. <laughs> so, okay, the book that comes to my mind right now um, is The Quiet Violence of Dreams by Selo K. Deka. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think it's just an incredible book. It's... It's powerful. Um, for me, like his writing in that book, um, it's, you know, when you have the feeling like a book is not written, mm. like, like, you know, there's mm. some books you read and you can feel like the person constructing yes. the sentences, Yes. you know, and no, for me, it. my favorite writers are those that, um, you know, that, that you forget that it's written they because give you birth to yeah. worlds. Yeah, right. and, and I, it's something mm. magical. Toni Morrison does that as well. Yeah. And and there's something magical about that where yeah. it's it's like you feel like they just like channel the they stuff did. out. Yeah. It's not they this did. process of like what, you know, yeah. and I don't know how that works, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I know some to some extent with like poems. But um, but yeah, and, and that book is devastating. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm. It touches, it touches, touched me very deeply. But I also, why I think I also want to mention it is because I appreciated that um, that he's he's like my generation mm. and from the country that I come from. And, you know, and I lived in Cape Town, so there, there are references, like he talks about a touch of madness this, mm. Mm. and this place. And, and I was like, I know this place and Ganesh. Is so, so that's also important, you know, because, um, yeah, anyway. So it's for those, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really one of my, my favorite books. Yeah. It is one of no, them. No, mine too, mine too. Well, thank you, Maya. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. That was, I wish we had more time, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you. My name is Maya and I love books. Thank you so much for listening to I Love Books with Madhubukin. I hope the conversation put a reading spark in your day. Join me again next time as we explore the reading lives of book lovers together.